Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the I See Old People podcast. The I See Old People podcast is a weekly, bi-weekly, sometimes monthly review of the day's events. Today is a happy birthday. This is Dr. Bruce, your host, and I'm celebrating my 61st birthday. And if I'm turning 61, that means that the podcast is... Hooray, 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 one year old. So we have, uh, we've gone one year uh, broadcasting on Podbeam and on all of the other uh, networks, Apple, um, all kind, Google, um, Chromecast, Spotify. So we're all over the place. We've been a year, we've done 46 episodes. This is my 47th episode. So when I did set up the IC Old People podcast, it was intended to be a weekly show. Oh my God, it seems like so long ago, a year ago. A real uh, definition of time to think of what life was like uh, on November 23rd, 2019 compared to November 23rd, 2020. It, you, you could never have predicted it. You could have never thought it was possible that the world could have changed so much in one, uh, one year, one birthday cycle, one trip around the sun. Because when we started that trip around the sun that ended today, uh, we had our personal freedoms. Uh, we were enjoying our lives. We were working. Society was was just crushing it. We were uh, Canada was ex- enjoying extreme wealth and and success. Everything was so good. And in one year, one short year, 365 days later, uh, we've lost our personal freedoms. Fear of the unknown is probably the biggest anxiety that everyone in, in the world is is living through right now. There's so, so much has changed. So, so much has changed in one year. It is literally, uh, it is mind-boggling. You could never have predicted. And, and the fact that we lost so many personal freedoms. My ability to travel to the United States gone. You can fly, but the difficulty in flying and the cost and the availability of flights is is just beyond compared to a year ago when everything was, was just regular. November 23rd, 19, uh, or 20, 2019, you just couldn't have seen it coming. You just couldn't have. Uh, you know, I was in a fairly good place. I, I was uh, sober at the time. This is my second sober uh, birthday in a row. Pretty happy about that. And uh, last year, um, although I had had a bit of a relapse uh, when I was way in Halifax in September, I didn't bring the drinking back with me, which was really, really good. And I was, I was really good. So on my birthday last year, I was, I was feeling good. I was sober and I was so excited about the Icy Old People podcast. Uh, I set up this beautiful little storage room closet studio here. Like, I mean, it's, it's not much, but it's this is my first podcast back in it in, in quite a while. And anyone who's followed me will know I've been on quite an adventure in the last uh, few months. But this is um, justly so that I'm podcasting today from Storage Closet Studios, where it all began one year ago, 46 episodes ago. And the intention then was it was pretty noble. I was feeling good about the business that I was in, and I wanted to br- reach out, and I wanted to interview seniors, particularly super seniors, people who were 85 to 95 to 100. I wanted to talk to those seniors about life, about their experiences, about about their longevity, about how they do it, what their tricks are to health, uh, their stories from their past, and try to create some type of a, 
an archive of, of these, these thoughts. And I managed to do a couple of episodes. The Art Hayward episode, uh, veteran Art Hayward, is one of the most requested episodes that I get. Uh, people dig into it all the time. There was just a couple, uh, last Remembrance Day, just a couple of weeks ago, that they, they dug up uh, Art's... Um, interview and that was really good george pond i had on on the show uh but you know this is a really tiny little studio like when i put two chairs in here we are literally uh chair 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 arm rail to chair arm rail we're right beside each other and we're sharing one microphone i mean i know i could get two microphones but i i sure can't get six feet apart so uh yeah so that all disappeared really really quickly and you know that particular age group wasn't going anywhere so that closed down that whole avenue. Uh, I did quite a few episodes up until the Age of Madness started, which was, you know, about mid-March that it really got crazy around here. But, you know, for November, December, uh, January, I had a surgery. That was tough. I had an umbilical surgery in January, and that set me back. That wasn't very good. I had a bit of an emotional time during that. I was in a lot of pain. I can't take painkillers well. I, I can't take the Tylenol 3 that they recommend. It's, it's, it affects my digestion, my bowels too much. It, it's not worth it. And I tried to get through a surgery without a pain medication. And that was um, disastrous. So January was, was tough. You know, and then, of course, you're getting into winter. And I'm looking at my calendar, and, you know, there's nothing on here. Oh, there, there was a music show that was going to come up at the end of January. They got... Um, you know that eventually I think it was ended up being cancelled there's hardly anything you know just normal life re events and then I've got a big big oh I've got seven sons in a row on the first week of April April 2020 when I was going to take a trip with my wife and my daughter my son-in-law and my grandchildren and we we're gonna go to Mexico uh, it was a great trip we paid for the whole thing we paid Air Transat a lot of money for that trip they still have that money. Um, I would like them to give it back to me, but they say though they would rather give it to me in another trip, which has been an impossible thing to do as nobody is traveling. So anyway, that's all I had there in April, but that got canceled. And I, I, it's not like something you mark on a calendar, but you know, sometime in March or in the early part of April is when I relapsed. And I, I had a lot of sobriety under my belt, well over a year, year and a half of, not continuous, but you know, almost continuous sobriety. So, and then I just just had an awful uh, couple of months. Things really fell apart for me in uh, May, April, end of April, May, June. Yeah, so then by the end of June, I ran away. And you know, people who follow the podcast, I was still doing a weekly podcast there. I basically just started driving north. I, I lost it. I lost it from the whole lockdown, whole experience. of uh, It was just, I, I got fatigued really early on with that lockdown. I ended up uh, in the Wyerton area, which was really a, a great place to, to be. I spent a week up there in, in early June, and uh, I still wasn't ready to come home, even though I managed to stay up there at a beautiful place. Uh, it was really nice to get have a week away in nature. Uh, but, you know, I also, I was still drinking too. So, I mean, it, it was kind of a joke in a way. But I wasn't ready to come home. 
my relapse was in full swing. Uh, it was it was really an awful time after so much sobriety as well. November twenty third, twenty nineteen was just was so different. It was like a whole other world, you know. So six months later, it's June and I'm running away. I'm six hours north of of Norfolk County, and uh, my son lives out in Winnipeg. And like an angel, I'm talking to him on the phone, and uh, and he says, you know, you're already six hours away. He says that. It's obviously obvious from the way you sound and the way the, the, what you're saying to me. You're not ready to go home. Why don't you come out here? I'll rent a cottage out here. And he lives in Winnipeg. And we went into northern Manitoba into a kind of a Kwanzaa hut situation. And that's when I uh, that's when I quit drinking. So that was uh, June 13th. So June 13th, 2020, my relapse ended. You know, it's not one of those things you have a start date for. I know it was sometime in March, maybe the first week of April, but either way, I know the time it ended because that's a pretty important date because the day that I put that bottle down and I, and I didn't pick it up again, and that was June 13th. So I've gone five months now uh, back on the wagon, and I, I'm loving it. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. So... Uh, I dried out in northern Manitoba, and then when I got back to Winnipeg, I just, I don't know, I just, I felt I was ready to go come back to Norfolk County. I came back to Norfolk County, and I, I really wasn't ready. Uh, I spent July here. I spent, I did a lot of fishing with my buddy. That was good. Got out fishing. I wasn't, I wasn't um, drinking. I was sober, but my head wasn't right. I, I was still very resentful about the lockdown. Very, very resentful about uh, masks and, and all of the situations what, that was going on. Very resentful in July. So July was a really angry month. So I called my son up in July and I asked him if, he, if he'd take me on again out there in Winnipeg for a while. So I uh, moved out to Winnipeg. So I spent three months out there. And uh, boy, it was the best thing I ever could have done. It was the best three months. I, I got my head together. I lost a, a bunch of weight. Uh, I kind of got my fast food addiction under control, uh, eating really, really well, exercising regularly, um, going to AA meetings every day. And a anyone who's listened to the podcast over the summer knows that I was, uh, you know, I was going to these meetings regularly. Uh, they were really, really important to me. I still go now that I'm back here in Norfolk County, but uh, they don't, it's not the same kind of room. They don't meet every day, twice a day like they do in a big city. So the one in Brantford meets three mornings a week. So, you know, that's that's what I got. So that's what I take. And um, I'm really glad to still stay connected with the AA program because it, it's been great. So Winnipeg, I spent a lot of time riding my bike. I uh, learned how to live very modestly. I just was renting a, a room in a, in a nice, you could call it a boarding house, but that's a really gives it a very negative connotation. They were all very nice rooms. Uh, they Airbnb them all the time and um, just very nice setup in a very beautiful part of town called Wellesley. Wellesley. And the Wellesley area is uh, full of uh, yuppies and bicycle riders and uh, uh, they have front yard gardens and they put little sayings on the sidewalk. So it's a kind of a fun and it was a fun, whimsical kind of place. Uh, there's bike paths all over Winnipeg. I did a lot of biking. And the beauty of it was uh, Winnipeg wasn't under any type of lockdown at all. So I had a, a beautiful, open, free summer. And unfortunately, that started to come to an end after Labor Day when numbers started to go up in Winnipeg and the age of madness descended 
uh, over to the next province. <laughs> so Winnipeg then started to become as crazy as Ontario was. Mask mandates started to come in and restaurant restrictions and starting to put restrictions on at the gym. Like I had to wear a mask into the gym. I didn't have to work out with it, but I had to wear it in. I had to wear it out. Just little things like that. Get my temperature started to get taken in places. Couldn't go into Starbucks and get my iced coffee without a mask on. So that's when I kind of knew it was time to come home. And I knew it was time to come home anyway because it was starting to get really cold there. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was, it, like, it gets cold a lot earlier in Winnipeg than it does in Norfolk County. So uh, it was time to come home. So I'm home now. Uh, I celebrated my birthday here with my family. And uh, yeah, I feel pretty good for 61. I, I feel pretty good for 61. I've got a long way to go. I mean, it's, it's, you know, life hasn't been easy for me in the last few years. And uh, to think that I only have, I have two years of, of pretty solid sobriety under my, my belt, like for the most part, except for that relapse. Um, and that's a good feeling, but it's not, it's not much at all. It's not really much at all in the big scheme of things. So I got to be ever vigilant. I've got to be ever vigilant. I've got to really, really watch my thinking, how I react. I, I mean, I have all of this resentment and bitterness towards uh, this mask wearing, and I know it eats away at me. It, it, it makes me less of a person than I can be. Uh, so I have to kind of come to re some realization about that resentment. Yeah, you know, I was talking to my wife about it a bit, and you know, I really resent that I have to wear a mask while I sit in an AA meeting for for a uh, an hour. But then when I work at the soup kitchen, I have to wear a mask all the time. And, and she said, "But so you must resent that too." And I said, "Not as much." So I don't I don't know what the issue is there. I just I guess maybe in a food kind of place, it just seems more natural. They wear hair nets, you know, you wear gloves to have a mask on. You know, to sit at a place where you're supposed to talk and you're supposed to get support from each other and help each other, uh, the mask really, really takes a lot of that away. And then it makes it worse for me because I'm resentful about wearing it. So I've got to come to terms with that. But it's important to go to the meetings. So anybody out there who uh, wants to, to quit drinking you know and wants to get a couple years under their belt like that's the way I did it but a couple years is nothing it's nothing I, I have to live the rest of my life without having that first drink so I went through my list that I made uh, last year on my birthday because that was the first episode I see people podcast besides saving those stories was supposed to catalog the aging of me you know me turning from a 60 year old person to say a 70 year old person over a 10 year period over many hundreds of shows, you know, and then I would t talk about my aging. So I put a list of where I was at when I, when I turned 60. So now I'm 61. So that's got to change. So I'm going to add another column. It's an Excel spreadsheet. And my height, I put down as 6'1". I actually measured myself t this year, about two months ago at the gym I was going to in Winnipeg. I'm six feet. So I've lost uh, two inches in height since I was a teenager. So yeah, so I'm six feet. E I'm six foot even. Last year at this time I was 245 pounds. 245 pounds, and I can happily and gladly say I am 225 pounds right now. So I lost 20 pounds. I feel really, really good. I went down a, a pant size. I was wearing 40s. I went down two pant sizes. I was wearing 40s, and now I'm wearing 36s. So I'm really happy about wearing 36s again. It's been a long, long time. My blood pressure was pretty high last year. It was 152 over 92. I just did it. I just did about 15 minutes ago. 
uh, and it was uh, 142 over 85. So those are better numbers. Those are better numbers. My resting heart rate was 99 a year ago. My resting heart rate right now is 85. So I'm definitely healthier than I was a year ago. And what I've been doing is um, I've been working out on a rowing machine and I've been doing some weights and walking. Okay, so th that's a pretty good. It takes me about 45 minutes not to walk, not the walking. So about 45 minutes to do the, the rowing machine and the weights. And then I try to walk for an hour every day. Well, I had some blood tests too, so I didn't redo those. What else? had a testosterone test and I was in well in the normal range so I must have been important for me to put that there oh it said says future surgery umbilical hernia I did have that umbilical hernia in that it was a great job the guy did a fantastic job uh, it just my experience uh, with it was terrible and uh, but boy the it, I'm so happy now that I lost the weight particularly my my gut looks much more I mean, I'll never call it attractive, but I mean, it looks, it doesn't look unattractive now. It doesn't look terrible. And it did before. It was huge. It was huge. And it had a, you know, like a little Audi. It had a little, there's my brother calling, calling me to wish me a, a happy birthday, I'm sure. Hi, Bob. This may be the only birthday you're ever going to have during a pandemic. Oh, I hope so. I hope it's the only birthday during a pandemic. I hope this isn't happening next year. Yeah, that's for damn sure, eh? Uh, here, just a uh, sec. I just have to put something on, on pause for a minute. Just give me one sec. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to talk to him. I couldn't keep recording him because uh, he didn't give me permission to do that. So uh, there we are. Uh, what, what I, so I'm getting down this thing here, and we're talking about uh, things I wrote last year on my birthday. State of the world. Yeah, I wasn't very happy about how things were going in the world then, and I'm no happier about it now. Honestly, could things have been deteriorated more than they did then? I, I mean, I, at that time, I was... I, I mean, I, I had no real concerns at all about anything, and now... Uh, I have nothing but fear of, for the future. I, I just this age of madness has gone on for so long, and the second wave of lockdowns, the second wave of pressure on our businesses and on our, our on our psyche, on our ability to function. They're talking about shortages. In the last week in Norfolk County, last Sunday and this Sunday, there were short. There was power outages where the power was off for multiple hours, like multiple hours, nine hours on the first Sunday and about six and a half hours on the second Sunday. So this is unheard of in Canada. You know, we don't have rotating power outages. This is in Venezuela. We're really, to me, that's I'm really concerning to me to start to see our power just disappearing like that. So I'm very, very concerned about that. The state of the U.S., I don't, I don't even want to go there. Maybe we'll do a whole show about that in the future. Oh, my goodness. I shouldn't do a, podca a podcast on my birthday. I'm going to decline that. That was my other brother, Bill. I'll call him back afterwards. So the state of the U.S., yeah, just, ah, I, I, they, it's just terrible right now. 
I'm quite concerned. I'm watching every day. You know, it's like the elephant and the mouse. You know, you can sleep on the same bed, the elephant being the U.S. and the mouse being Canada. But when the uh, elephant burps or the elephant tw turns over, that mouse better be well, well aware of it. So I'm always watching the U.S. to see what's going on down there. And right now it's in chaos. So the state of Canada, well, uh, I hate to say it, but we're in bad, bad shape. We've, we've, uh, Canada's gone down a terrible, terrible road and uh, we got to pull out of it. The liberalism in this country is, is out of control. Uh, this new world order they're talking about, this great reset, this changing uh, to a global society, this uh, standards and, and everything being the same universally throughout the entire globe. Uh, the European uh, model, the European Union model used throughout the entire world. It's, it's just nuts. Like Canada needs to stand back from that. Stand back a little bit. Be like Switzerland. Just kind of stand back from that whole thing. Be neutral. So anyway, that's the state of the world, the state of the U.S., the state of Canada. Wow, what a difference in a year. What a difference in a year. So anyway, I'm happy to say that I'm 61. I'm very, very pleased. I made it this far. Some points I never thought I would, but I did. And, uh, you know, happy birthday to me. So I don't want to keep you guys any longer. If you listen to the end, you know I love you. I was going to sing a song. I was going to sing a song, but because we've gone to the 21-minute mark, I'm not going to do it to you. So you lucked out, all of you, okay? And you know I love you. So uh, tune in again. I'm not sure when the next episode will be. I'm not sure what the next episode will be about because, uh, you know, here we are going into, uh, what, would we, what should we call this, the Age of Madness, the sequel, the Age of Madness uh, 0.20, the Age of Madness times 10, the Age of Madness squared. I don't know. Anyway, so, I, you know, I got to work on that resentment too. So there you go. There you go. Signing out. Okay, Dr. Bruce, love you.